Welcome to Tigers Untapped, a Bluff City Media podcast. Stepping up to the microphones are your hosts, Trey Lasley and TJ Willis. Pull up your chair, grab your favorite brew, and enjoy the conversation. Now, let's get to the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Tigers Untapped, brought to you by Hoop City Basketball. Got a young one in the city, ages 5 to 14. They got summer camps all summer long. Skills, drills, contests, games, expert instruction. They got a reversible jersey that your your kid will get, a camp certificate. They've had NBA player, Grizz players stop by uh, a couple times this summer. If you go to bluffcitymedia.co slash hoopcity, $95 off your registration fee. You sign up a, a team of 10, that's a G off, Teach. Get your team signed up. Sounds like savings. I like it. You got a. You almost got a, a starting five over there in the Willis household. You know, we're we're kind of there. Two of five. You gonna get there? No. Yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about that, that a couple weeks ago. Uh, how about that storm last night, TJ? I wouldn't know. I looked outside. It was like pitch black for maybe three minutes. I like walked down the hallway, and then it was yellow. Everything was yellow outside, and That's... it was all yellow. And it all went away. It's perfectly normal. Yeah. Uh, we were at Coastal on the patio, which was a interesting spot to be when that storm rolled through. I could see that. Didn't last very long. Had a babysitter. She'd sent us a text message, and the power had gone out. Um, and being the parents that we are, we proceeded to continue with dinner for another two hours while our babysitter sat in the dark at our house. That's her problem. You paid her to have that problem, you know? I did. I added a little extra because we felt when we pulled back home, there was just one little lantern in the window we could see in the living room, so... I think we we made up for it. Yeah, I'd have given her an extra ten bucks or something. I don't. But know. the power did not come back on all night, mm. basically all day today. Had to throw everything out of the fridge. Luckily, I got to move a lot of my stuff up here to Kenny's fridge. Yeah, that's your fridge, man. That's not my fridge. You bought it. I guess if you're gifting it to me. I mean, that is that is our that is our fridge. fridge. It's all of our fridges. Speaking of the fridge, what came out of it this eve? What do we got? Yeah, this is Dark Ninja Rises All-Star IPA by Bill Street Brewing. These these are probably from last year. Let's be real. Um, it is a very Joss-centric I mean, a lot, a lot of the beer we've had recently has been from last year. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. What are you going to do? Uh, pretty sick can, not going to lie. I got two of these, and I kind of held on to them. Um, got the Dark Knight. Uh, there we are quote on there from Bane. I can't really see it. Can you go? Booyah. There you go, Kenny. It's a pretty sick can. I'm not going to lie. We'll all go into all a star IPA, hey? TJ, I have a question for you. Let's do an update real quick on your uh, your bracket. Have oh, you yeah. had any other breweries reach out? No. Oh, my I gosh. Need go. dun, I just dun, need to go. Just go. Uh, I think yeah, that's they're eliminated. I'm just going to have to go to Ghost River, drink beer, then on the way home, stop at Memphis Made and drink more beer, um, and just collect data. I like to call it research. You can write it off. Just send your receipts. I'm sure. Interesting. I'm sure the boss man would love to hear that. Mm. Are they going to be itemized, or can I just give a dollar amount? Just give a dollar amount. That's better. That's yeah. much better. So when are you going to do this research? <laughs> yeah, can I join you? <laughs> um. Maybe tomorrow, because our daycare doesn't have power. Oh, wow. And if I could find a reason to not be at home, 
just so I could work remotely. That'd be great. I'm sorry, Alicia. Yeah. WFB, work from the brewery? Yeah, work from brewery. She'll love that. Interesting. All right, Tej. Uh, pretty big news basketball-wise. I don't. The NCAA won't leave us the hell alone. Why are you so obsessed with me? Me? Well, the NCAA. Yeah. Is it? I mean, yeah. Why are Why are they obsessed with us? Penny, three-game suspension for uh, what was it? Visiting a recruit during a dead period. Think it was something that he did. Oh, I think it was him and an assistant. They both did it. Tomato, tomato. Just like a week apart. Whatever, dude. It's three games. I mean, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't. It's not. Yeah. Really going to affect the season at all. And you got Slick Rick. He's been a head coach. He'll take us through that. It's not three huge games by any means. I mean, there is one in there that could be important down the stretch, maybe from a resume standpoint. But it's home opener, Jackson State. Yep. Blah, doesn't you and I could be coaching whatever. and we're fine. Yeah. Whatever. Y'all could technically be playing and probably get a win. Uh, TJ, TJ, I've seen you move. You got skills, bro. I mean, TJ will set a hell of a screen. Yeah, I don't know if you. That's what seen I'm me saying. Play. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just today's basketball screen setting is where it's at. Positionless basketball. I can be anywhere. anywhere I mean, I he can move. You can move some bodies in the paint, getting a rebound. Yeah, I could. I could put some ass into it, but I think being the five ten, five eleven, I am. I'm just not like. I mean, I guess Alo did it. So whatever. You a big ass guy? I think yeah, a little bit. Okay, I didn't know. I think so. Anyway, Jackson State away at Mizzou, followed by Alabama State. So obviously, of the three, at Mizzou is at the one that's like, yeah, that's a pretty big game to miss. Well, I would say it's especially kind of a big game because we don't know how many quad one games we're going to get. Like, yes, we benefit from right the tournament play and, th- and things like that, but um, anytime you have the opportunity to play. I would I would expect Mizzou to be a quad one game. I mean, they were a tournament on team. the road. I think they're. Yeah. I mean, was it top, top seventy five? Yeah, yeah. They should in the SEC be a top seventy five team. And they may not be when it happens, but they could end up being right a a, top, a, a quad one coming the end so, of the year. Ideally, you want to get that win no matter what. Uh, obviously, not too worried about Jackson State and Alabama State. Not to disparage those wonderful programs, um, but to Kenny's point, we could probably be on the court and and it'd be fine. You know, potentially. So I don't know. Three games, not bad. No scholarships. I'll lost. ask you this: Do you think you could score a basket no. against either Jackson State no. or Alabama State? No no, 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 no. Not even if I'm not saying. Just in the if if our if we went out there and we're like the Memphis team with TJ on the floor, the whole purpose of you guys being out here is to get TJ a basket. You don't think you score? No. You don't even think you get fouled and make a free throw? No. TJ. You don't think you could cherry pick and just stand by the goal no. while we're on defense and get a outlet pass and lay it up? I don't know. I say that. I was once the halftime shove at a women's game where there was the, the balls in the center of the court. There were five balls lined up, and we had to sprint from court, dribble it down, lay it up, run back, and do it five times. I ended Did up losing. Five? Yeah, five. I ended up losing. I was kind of gassed to be H. I mean, five full court sprints. No, I mean, no, no. It was they were half court. Okay. Yeah, so well, I'm starting still. half court, running, laying it up. Turn Did around. Did you do this in Birkenstocks? Kenny, no, I've never I've seen TJ in... play basketball in anything other than Birkenstocks. <laughs> it's true. 
And I'm talking really? yeah, summer shoes, bro. I'm talking it's the summer shoe. I'm talking the like water rubber ones that they oh, yeah. came out with a are couple your, years ago. How are your ankles? I'm good, dude. I'm good. I was actually wearing Vibram five fingers, I think, when this happened. The time stamp at the, that. That is wow. Yeah. So this was you owned circa, a pair of those. Oh yeah. This is like oh seven, oh eight, maybe. Probably oh eight. I think oh eight. It's been a while. Were you you were flying? That was back in your triathlete days. No, that was before then, man. Uh, I really? was. Uh, it was not good, and I ended up only making three of the five. The other guy made all five by the time I made three. So I think you, you know how that's win. gonna go. Uh, so no, to answer your question, no, I don't think I could. Uh, I can get that done. I think if their whole purpose exclude winning the game was to get you a bucket, you could get one. I appreciate your faith in me, but. I don't, I don't see it happening. We'd get you one. All right, needless to say, I think at worst, obviously you probably go two and one. But it's I think you have a solid opportunity, given how the roster ends up, that you're three and oh through that stretch, even with Penny not being on the sideline. Yeah, I don't even I I don't know that you need the coaching there, right? It, right. How much does the only thing that I think would make a difference at Missouri being literally the second game of the year. Yeah, you do have. I mean, at this point, we're still waiting on the roster to be fully constructed. Sure. So it's like, how late does that get finalized? Are the guys on campus? Are they really familiar? You know, we've seen it the last couple of years. Correct. Yeah. Right. Where it takes through December to really for the team to mesh and gel. So only from that standpoint, it's like, could it potentially make a difference that Penny's not there? But yeah, that's that's actually one of the talking points I was going to make on that is. It's so early in the season that at that point, I'm not sure it really matters who the coach is because there's just going to be so much um, shakiness just because it's new. Yeah. Right? It, it's a new season. It normally, um, in Memphis, I feel like they tend to start off kind of slow in terms of like um, being a gelled team. I mean, but it's been that way since. You do have Slick Rick, though, right? You know, this was something that. Um, I feel like Penny may have seen this one coming. Like, obviously, Rick adds so much in in the sense of recruiting. Saying he saw himself getting suspended coming? Potentially. Yeah. I don't think so. Why not? I mean, this stuff has been out there for a while. This I know it has, new. but did, I mean, I don't. There was always the potential. So having a coach on your bench that is a hell of a recruiter, I think that's the word we want to use for him, and someone who has coached over 600 games, like, seems like it's only a win-win. Especially if you know you potentially could be out for a couple of games, even though it's just it's just three. Right? Yeah, it's not that big. Of but it does sound like they're appealing it. You do. I think that's the old uh, Don Jackson who does all of our basketball legal stuff. It yeah, seems right. Like. Any update on that, by the way? With DeAndre? With DeAndre, yeah. I have not heard an update. No. Yeah, I haven't either. I'm just making sure I didn't miss anything. Um. So we'll see. I don't. Again, it's probably not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. It's not sure. really going to matter. Yeah, like you said, you've got a head coach who's been in over six hundred, one over six hundred game. Like, yeah, they'll probably be fine. And it's not keep. It's not like he's got to be away from the program. He will be at practice. He'll get them prepared. He's literally just not on the sideline during the game. Um, and that may not necessarily be that bad of a thing. No, I. I and if if Deion, I mean, you mentioned it. If DeAndre is back, shoot. You basically got a coach on the floor. A yeah. GA. 27-year-old. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely, you know, you and I have said it I don't even know how many times now. Like, you need someone to carry over and bring that consistency with the program. 
like currently right now, it, it's just um, his son, right? It, we just have Jaden. That's it. Yeah. You know, Chandler's now officially out. I think he's at Arkansas is where he ended up landing. Um, so to add DeAndre back, I, I think that's a, it's a big needle mover, not only on the court for performance, but it also it's like, hey, guys, we've been here. This is now, that would be, his, what, his third year with the program? Fourth. Fourth? Yeah. Two, three, four. Yeah, four. Four years now. So it's like, who better, right? Oh, yeah. You, you he knows, a freak he knows show. what coach would call in this scenario. Exactly. You have a guy who's been with them forever. And DeAndre we trust. I support that. Here's to hoping he gets an additional year. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Jeez. I got, Gosh. I've got all the allergies in the world. I'm on medicine. It's not helping. Okay. Sure. Are you good? In there, I man? wish you could have seen the spray from the light. Oh, sorry, guys. The way the light. Hit I've it, got right? allergies. You're gonna have to bear with me. Here. That wow. Was wild. Um. So to talk about the roster and the construction of it, mm-hmm. uh, a fun little update. Yeah. As uh, well, last week it came towards the end of the week that there were, with the Huggins firing, um, some names hit the portal. Sure. Uh. Their point guard, Kerr, Krisha, I don't know how to say his name. Krisha. Krisha. Yeah. Um, our, we were attached. We reached out interest. He's ended up staying. But as an, as one door closes, another opens. Yes. Javon Quinterly. People have the been, next The next name in billboard lights for the Tigs, maybe. People have been kind of hit or miss with this. Like, I've seen a lot of people be what like. What do you mean? They're not all in? No, not at all. <sighs> I would take Quinterly over Kerr any day for us. I, I would just take him in general. Well, that too. I, I think that you and I both at first, we didn't love Nils at point guard. Like you, He just feels naturally a, as a second guy. He doesn't feel like you're number one. Yeah, I mean, we've said that from the start, I think, especially just from a ball handling perspective, like bringing it up against pressure. Like somebody like Javon Quinterly is – you would rather see him at the one with Mills at the two. I hate using the word, but like a, a true point guard. I, I see Quinterly as a true point guard. Yeah, he's much more, yeah, a true one. Yeah, for sure. So for me, it's absolutely a yes on that one. I think you you put oh, in what you got. Go all for it. I mean, I think he so started out at Villanova. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played in 25 games, but was limited under 10 sure. minutes a game. Transferred to Bama. He's played the last three years at Bama. Um I mean, averaged like 25 minutes in the last three years. He's averaged 12 points a game over three years, shooting 30, 36% from three over those three years. Yeah. Averages like just over three and a half assists, uh, like two rebounds. He's checking, I mean, he's checking a lot of boxes. Obviously, his role was limited and not limited, decreased last year. He only played a little over 20 minutes a game, yeah. started six. Um, he only started six games last year? Yeah. But he's a former McDonald's All-American five-star. And I think it it fills, like you said, a void that we've kind of yeah. – you need one more guard, I think. Yeah, I think we had been – And you get him and DeAndre, and I'm happy with that. If, if you can't get DeAndre, I, I'm still happy with Quinterly. I, oh, yeah. It, I mean, I don't just, think you need – yeah. It, it's just if you got one or the other. Yeah, it's felt like – you have settled with Mills at point guard, a guy who's not naturally a ball handler. Like, yeah, he can do special stuff with the ball, and he can find people, and he can shoot. We've seen this all. But, like, 
it's always felt like you are truly missing a point guard and you're forcing someone else to to play you know technically out of position and and be something that they're not do you know where Quinterly's from he went to Villanova um somewhere in the north yeah. Pennsylvania Hackensack, Hackensack, New Jersey. Is New that Jersey. the home of the Hacky Sack? No, Hackensack's a big uh, football place, actually, though. Javon, mm-hmm. was he a two-way guy? Six one one seventy five. Was that like a DB? Maybe. Let's throw him in the secondary. We'll touch on that a little later. Un- untamed 24. We'll touch on that later, Trey. No, uh, Quinterly, great. Take him. I mean, per, per 20, it looks like last year... Uh, what nine and four? You take that to per forty. No, no one's going to play forty minutes really. But uh, sixteen and seven—that's absurd. Especially shooting. Give it to me. Thirty-six percent. I think you said it. What it was? Thirty-six. Yeah. Well, that thirty-six over his three years at Alabama. I think you saw last year JQ's impact for the Alabama Crimson Tide kind of change a little bit because Nate Oates changed it. Changed his system up a little bit. Nate Oates was a complete. He had Brandon Miller on his team and Nate Oates runs a ton of NBA stuff. Like he has a, his system is NBA style system. Yeah. I think Penny Hardaway's system fits Javon Quinterly to a T in what he can be good at. Yeah. And so I mean, that's what I like. I think the way that we want to play, he fits perfectly for what we're looking for. Not, I'm all for Like literally you guys don't have to talk me into anything. Like, I think this is great. I mean, I'm getting myself a little too excited. Yeah, about it. I'm I'm bad at that too. I, I'm normally the wet blanket that's bringing this down. It's normally you guys getting excited and me saying, "Hey, idiots, it's not done yet." Yeah, but I do have a question for you. How do you think Mills feels about all of this? I think he just wants to win. To be honest, I mean, I don't know if you he he did an interview through Bluff City and but with Gary Parish. I think it was last week or the week before. I mean, it's not really all about, like, NIL or anything with him. Yeah. It's about fit, and he wants to win. So, like, adding somebody like Quinterly next to him, I think, does nothing but improve his probability of winning more games. Sure. I think, so, point, I think uh, point guard is a mentality, and I think you have to have that mentality, be trained up in that mentality to be able to see the court, get the ball where it needs to go. Yeah. But and I, I think I think Kayla Mills has been the recipient of that for years. And so that that to me is a massive change in if you bring out, if you roll Caleb out, is he talented enough to play the one? Probably. But there are things that go into being a point guard for a high level division one team that is different than just being talented. Yeah. And right. I, I think, and I don't know, I don't know Caleb Mills at all, but I would suspect that He's probably pretty damn excited about having Javon Quinterly possibly on that, yeah, in his backcourt. That's what I'm, I would agree I'm with that. thinking. And I, I mean, I, I don't know what all went in his pitch to come here. I don't know what he was promised. But something else we've always seen, like Penny also allows multiple dudes to bring the ball up the floor. Yeah. Like, I don't think just because Quinterly came that that meant that he's exclusively sure. the guy that's always the primary ball handler. Sure. I mean, we've seen Lester bring the ball up at times. Right. I mean, we've seen DeAndre bring the ball up, up, yeah. I mean, we saw Jonathan Lawson bring the ball up. Yeah. So I I think that, I mean, if I was Mills, and some have said that we are very similar in style of play, 
I don't know why Kenny's laughing. <laughs> I would be absolutely ecstatic. Dude. I do think they can also play off each other at the same time because both dudes have shown that they consistently shoot the – they can hit the three. Not maybe not consistently. We've seen Mills' 36% numbers. 36% is pretty consistent. Mills' numbers are where I'm referring to. We've seen them fluctuate for sure. His are not – we've gone through this. I know, I know, but my point is He's I think very they capable. can both – yeah, that's my that's where I'm going with it. Yeah. I think that they can play off each other and, and set so, each other. But up some for of shots. that too, I think, is at Florida State. He's probably taking. I mean, Penny's also big about getting to your spots. Sure. And I think we saw a lot of that with um, somebody like Keontae Kennedy. Yeah. Right. Like he didn't come in as like this no, well-known like three-point shooter, but then he cut. I, was it? I don't even think he was that. Wasn't he like thirty or below? It was either. I think thirty-two was like a high spot. But the biggest thing for him is like. Penny knows where he's knocking down shots, gets him to this. If he gets, he's showing him how to get to his spots. If he gets to his spots and he gets a shot, he's knocking him down. And then he was leading yeah. the American in three point percentage. Sure. Where like, do you guys rank this backcourt? If they get Javon Quinterly and have Caleb Mills starting at the two guard, where do you rank this backcourt conference wise and potentially even nationally? Gosh, with Young coming off the bench and Mikey, I'm going to say. From the conference standpoint, I'm going to still put them second, and that's only because FAU has played together before. Uh, Elijah Martin, I can't remember the other guy's name. They played together before. They just made this hell of a run. Um, there's consistency there, right? So a lot of continuity with yeah. With that, FAU that's a court. big difference maker. I John think. L. Davis and and Davis. Elijah Martin are phenomenal. Like yeah. they are great. Be, they play very very well together. Yeah. But I think Quinterly and Mills are much more talented. And to TJ's is. point, like maybe at the beginning of the year, FAU's got the better backcourt, but I think come March, Memphis's backcourt could be better. So much plays into health on that too, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with FAU. I think FAU is gonna have the better backcourt in conference play. But if you're looking at it nationally, that's such like a, a shot in the dark. But I, I mean I can't imagine twenty five yeah, more teams I mean, having a better Better two man right there. I was gonna say ten more. Uh, top. 10. That's probably fair. I'm just trying to give them. I'm trying to give them some padding, yeah. essentially, just because like off the top of my head, I can't pull off the dome. Twenty five, twenty four different back courts. You hungry? No. You don't want any sausage. I think I'll consider some sausage. Time for a little sausage. Shout out to Bart uh, Bart Viktorovic because I freaking we're in with. Yeah, with Bart, I think. we threw up the Bart symbol earlier and said, "Hey, man, can you?" I mean, within and he 15, responded within very fifteen quickly. minutes and yeah. got Quinterly added to the list to be able to put him in the sausage maker very, very fast. We want some sausage. Let's hear it. What are the numbers? All right, Quinterly by himself takes you from sixty-two to fifty-one. I mean, so a bump of eleven, not bad. I mean, better that's, than that's rude. better than Bradley. It should have moved higher. We got. We're going to get the better of the Alabama guards. Bradley is why he only started six games. Well, give me Quinterly. Now, absolute dream scenario. You add Quinterly. Mm-hmm. You add DeAndre. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is... You add Jordan Brown. This is stupid. I knew you were you going to say... Ma- you add Malco. That's your roster. Stop. You know, Whoa. Where, you know where we're at? Uh, seven. Top ten. Six. 
top 13. We are top 10, number nine. Yeah, like it's going to be something With absurd. All of us, man. You add Quinterly, you add DeAndre, you add just Jordan. 12. Dang, so Malcolm moves you three spots. Give me what's just. Well, it, it's, I mean, it also takes into usage, right? So when sure. you're adding all those guys, you, you add DeAndre, you add Malcolm, you add Brown, they're kind of taking minutes in production away from one another. So it, can I get a happy medium? Can I get right, Quinterly and just DeAndre? All right, Quinterly and just DeAndre. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think. I mean, right, you there are... You saw a shot with Malco, 100%. You saw the shot with Malco. If he wanted to go to St. Louis, he would have committed there. I mean, we I, wouldn't be talking about this. Right. He's He has all the opportunity in the world. I Yes, I, I think it's a very real possibility that Malcolm is back. But I know he's just a three-point swing, so we can go from there. All right. So Jordan just, Brown's the big Just Quinterly and DeAndre. 24. Takes you from 62. So I should make it run a little slow. Top 25, 23. Okay, I was close. Which I will take that too. Yes, what are we talking about? Yes. Absolutely. We were in the armpit of basketball. So say, let's say no Brown. I mean, we know that we've had, I mean, we've reached out. But I think the big question now is from an eligibility standpoint. Sure. Which, shocker, if you're on your fourth university, if there's not some Hufflepuff around eligibility, I don't know what. Yeah. So... Let's say it's just let's say it's just Quinterly, DeAndre, and Malcolm. Are we getting too like this is gonna happen with DeAndre? I mean I mean, what's a real possibility? You've heard my numbers. I went from zero to a hundred shoddy real quick when he said the NCAA reached out and told him yeah. he had eligibility. I would love to see the screenshots of the DMs from the NCAA. Yeah, I don't know. I, you think it was like, just was from it like verified yeah, NCAA? That's account. what I'm saying. Just like NCAA blue check mark is yeah. in DeAndre's <coughs> DMs. Like, hey, bro, you got another year. You have one more year. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's in, it's incredible to think about because like I was very confident they were going to be like, no, fam, you had your five. Like, no, like grow up, no. But he didn't have his five. He's only played four. That's not true. He's been. In Can you imagine for five a twenty-seven-year-old DeAndre Williams? Do you know how old Von Cornerly is? Twenty-five. Are you gonna say he's, he's yeah. twenty-four right now? I think, but he will be twenty-five. Right? College. Dude. You're talking about a twenty-seven-year-old that and a twenty-five-year-old point guard and power forward that feels illegal at the collegiate level. Yeah, these are grown men. Before I met you guys, I thought y'all were twenty-seven and twenty-five. That's because of our wonderful skincare routine. That's right. We did have a waitress at Top Golf compliment us on the same bachelor party where the uh, chicken nugget fiasco happened. If that guy, uh, we were complimented about all of us, all like ten of the gentlemen that were there about our skincare routines, which I do not have one. What is? Yeah, I mean, TJ, I, what is your skincare routine? I take a shower, rinse my face off, and then dry my face off with the same towel I dry the rest of my body off with. Mine's pretty similar, except one day a week I use like an oatmeal scrub on my face because it just really gets in there. It's got like grittiness to it. <clears throat> it just really gets in Just there. a good exfoliant. Exfoliate, yep. Does it, do you put it in the beard? No. I, don't, I mean, you got to think. I don't really have that much of a beard. It's more like just like extended stubble. But I mean, yeah, I guess I get a little in here. Stubble field. <laughs> hey. 
Um, so no, no, we don't actually have skincare routines. We're just clean, I guess. Anyway, feels illegal. And that team shouldn't lose in a single American conference game. <clears throat> a single one? Single one. Not a single You don't take one. a night off. This team's not taking a night off. Not a single nope. game, Trey. If Josh Pashering can do it, this Where team can do it. Where have you been? Not a single game. There's always that slip-up game. Always a slip-up no. game. Nope. I'm telling you, it's not acceptable. How many forty game? How many forty-point wins are you going to have with that roster? Stop. What in the conference or just overall? In conference. If you say anything more than one, that's absurd. Why they're playing two lane twice? Yeah, I mean that's Let's at least two. that's at Did least. Did you get two, two last year? This that's isn't last two. year. This is a new team, TJ. I, okay, I use that same logic against you guys like three weeks ago, and y'all thought I was crazy. This this two lane team doesn't have Jalen Cook, and possibly Jalen Forbes. It didn't really matter when they had Jalen Cook, and possibly Ron Hunter. Mm, calm down. He just signed an extension, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's his name is all over the place, bro. As it should be. Don't As it should anything. be. Ron Hunter is awesome. Yeah, I put out a Twitter poll like maybe a a month or two ago. Like I didn't know if there were gonna be more new AAC football coaches or new or basketball. AAC basketball coaches. And I think basketball ended up coming out right, but like it's kind of dicey. Like it, they're going back and forth on uh, how that's gonna league. lay out. The official the official new league is what Saturday? Is yeah. that right? The first, I believe so. What a gross league. Old Trent Dilfer. Old Trent Dilbert. What was that video he said about, I dare you to come take my players? Yeah. I want to be in Birmingham. <laughs> no one wants to be in downtown Birmingham. Actually, I, I take that back. I like Birmingham. Birmingham's cool, man. Yeah, I kind of like Birmingham. I'm not going to lie. fine. I don't think our friend John would ever go back. No, we're not. We, we went there for, for my TJ's 30th, 30th birthday party yeah. celebration, and uh, our buddy had his car parked. Was it a Holiday Inn? Yeah. In the garage. Good. He had to drive home on Sunday three and a half hours with no no window, radio, no, no window, window, no radio, no AC because the AC knobs were in the radio. So when they busted that out, he just had straight window play the entire time home. Safe to say he will never go back to Birmingham. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. Hmm. I'm going. I'm going to go this year for the football game. I need to yeah, see that stadium. We'll see the new stadium. TJ and I will be there. Anything else? Uh, one other thing, basketball related. Saw this on the Twitter, on the internet earlier. I don't know if you saw this. College Basketball Report put out who is the best college basketball program to have never won a natty. Do you want me to answer it? Uh, you can like if you want. Opinion? They posted a graphic that showed a couple of the schools listed. Uh, LSU, Illinois, Texas, West Virginia, Houston, Notre Dame, Alabama, Purdue, K-State, Yatigs, St. John's, Oklahoma. Is this best program, like, historically, or is this, like, best one team? Best program historically that's never won. It feels like recency bias, but I feel like Gonzaga. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised to not see them in the graphic, but he did tweet, or whoever runs the account tweeted later. This graphic doesn't have every... Yeah. Team, obviously. There's a lot of great programs, Gonzaga, Mizzou, Wake Forest, that and others that just weren't in the the graphic. But I mean Memphis has a, a, an actual argument there. I mean, how many final fours have they been to? Three. Three. Two natties. Yeah. And just didn't win. Yeah. 
I don't know how many teams have that kind of resume in terms of reaching the Final Four, reaching the Under, Final. Uh, and I will say an argument that people make against Gonzaga is all of their success has been under one coach. With well, Memphis. been there for 20-some-odd years. Know, but it? I'm just saying a program like Memphis has done it consistently under multiple I don't coaches. like to work consistently there. I mean, you've made Final Four under three in three different decades under three different coaches. And more of the time gaps between them, though. I mean, what, 73, 85, 08? 08. <laughs> That's a big gap. I mean, it's still impressive. I, I think Memphis has an actual – an actual argument in this case, um, I think I still take Gonzaga. Maybe it just—it's just been wild how talented those teams have been, and then just can't get it done. Yeah, when St. Mary's is your only competition, of course they're super talented. Okay, that's the, all of Memphis's arguments with Cal. I will say uh, this: li- I mean, Illinois is kind of surprising. They've never won. I kind of blend their history with Indiana to be. I mean, you mentioned this LSU with Pistol Pete never winning one is. I guess we're real weird. I mean, what he averaged forty some forty four points a game without his career a three point with line. no three point line. That's that's wild. If you're ever bored, just go anybody like, else on here back is kind of Pistol Pete. His, eh, I guess Purdue is kind of shocking, but without Painter, who are they? I don't like. Yeah. I don't know. They're that good. I don't know. I mean, of that lit, like. Whatever. I'm a Memphis fan. I'm not going to say Notre Dame. That didn't even make any sense. Like, I'm not shocked they haven't. But You said another big one. Did you say Texas? Texas is on there. That one's kind of surprising. Not because... I mean, is it, though? They haven't... That's what I'm saying. Not because Texas is like this huge basketball. Just because they're a massive... It's just know, because they the are money, Texas. Yeah. They have they have everything you want at, at their disposal. Like, if they wanted to be good at basketball, they can go out and take 98% of any coach they want. Yeah, but uh, that's also a... Uh, yeah, Kevin Durant. So f- How did you botch that? Yeah, well... Kevin Durant and DJ Augustine. Who else was on that? I mean, that's that's classic Rick Barnes. P.J. Tucker was on that team? PJ, yeah, like those are, I remember that team was just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's classic uh, March Rick. You can't talk about Rick. They'll get pissed at us if we talk about Rick. We're giving them, we're giving them airtime. We're not mentioning them. We're just mentioning Rick. You got to show respect because Memphis is in Tennessee. Well, Bluff City Media over here talking about UT. Get the hell out. We're not talking about UT, you nerd. It's not Gotham City Media. Sheesh. Rebrand. Um, Anything else basketball? I think that's it. Quick. We'll take a break. Yeah. Come back. Uh, We got some Untamed 24 news. We'll talk a little preseason football and maybe an update on where realignment stands. Deal. Come back.
Bluff City NIL is an official partner with Coaching for Literacy, a nonprofit organization using the power of sports to impact childhood literacy. You can read more about them at coachingforliteracy.org or at Coaching for Literacy on social media platforms. Your donations to Bluff City NIL are 100% tax deductible because of our partnership together. So we thank you for supporting Memphis Tiger student athletes and helping promote the monumental cause that is childhood literacy. All right, we're back. TJ, Untamed 24 is on the rise. Yeah. Two more uh, commits since last week. Um, what's that take our total to five? Five, I believe. I yeah. think. Uh, we are currently sitting. You have a guess at where we are? It on that. Nationally? Or yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's way too early. 95th. Eh. It, it's three like of those, it, three of those five are unranked right now. Yeah, at this point in time, unless you're. Texas, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Alabama, um, LSU, USC. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're going to keep rolling. Uh, got a safety commit on the 20th. Cyrus Reyes out of Katy, Texas, plays at Taylor. Safety, 6'1", 190. Um, currently unranked in the composite, but he is a three-star. Uh, 147 overall safety by 247 Sports. Does that say nationally what he is? 800, 900? Uh, it does not. It it's just says 147 anyway. safety, and then he's 213 overall in the state of Texas. Okay. There's a football state down there. I don't know if you know that. I've heard. That's what I've heard. 213 in Texas is good. Picked up another one as well. Adding, uh, adding to the, continuing to add to the secondary, Tyrell Marshall, Navarre, Florida, six foot 170, committed, was that today? Yeah. Yeah, Monday the twenty sixth. So hey, adding to the uh end of the secondary on the defensive side of the football. Yeah. Another one, it's way too early. He's currently Yeah, not he's ranked, not even ranked on two four seven standards. You give it time. It, December, January, right around the commitment uh, right around the uh signing period, the early signing period, I think you'll see some rankings fall in. It's obviously way too early. Right. Right. This is this is before a lot of these guys senior year. Um, so that's typically what you will see at this time every year. You'll see a lot of guys rolled in. You'll see some commitments. You'll see no stars, no rankings. Memphis will be seventh or eighth in the American. Um, people will dogpile on them for the ranking. It's just too early. You got to wait it out. You got to wait it out, wait it out, wait it out. Get to that early signing period. You'll see the rankings fall in line and you'll see them just climb, 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 climb. Uh, Interesting to note, though, um, his brother, he's got a brother, uh, Terrence Marshall. Okay. That is a wide receiver, 6'2", 175. Also currently unranked, but he's got quite a few Power 5 teams after him, so it will be interesting to see if we can get the Marshall brothers as a combo package. He's got Arkansas, Florida State, Kansas State, Kentucky, all have offered okay. uh, Terrence already. So. Hey, sometimes you just got to throw one out there. Throw a bone get, out to get Tyrell the, and get bring him in. Uh, get the T. Marshall brothers on campus, both sides of the football. Sign me up. We could Sign have uh, perhaps one Strike more. Strike me up. But we'll have to touch on you that You teasing one. one more is coming? It's possible. I would say it's Monday, so I you guys may hear about a, this. We're probably going to get a lot more. I don't think the class is going to sit at five. Well, one more this week. There you go. How about that? Hey. One more by the time hop you guys the, hear this. One more. Hop in the Discord. Another one. 
for the latest breaking news from Teach and his uh, never-ending DJ Khaled oh, gifts. There's so many out there. I don't know how you haven't run out of them yet. I have. I've been doing it for like three years now. Yeah. If it's not me, Blake will have something. So someone will have some news coming your way. Blake yeah. does the articles. If you haven't uh, already, head over to bluffcitymedia.co. We got all that. Blake Mayfield covering football, dropping articles anytime we get a recruit signed. Uh, mm-hmm. Got all the basketball. Get it. Sign up for the Discord. Sign up using a Tigers Untapped referral code. That is not yeah. a referral code. It what is, is it? Not. It is TJ and Trey. Oh, well, with no spaces. I mean, you can try Tigers Untapped, but the, it will not work, <laughs> and you will get nothing. All right. Well, uh, then TJ and Trey, and you get 10%. 10% off. Off, off yep. that subscription. Yep. Uh, so teased another recruit possibly this week. Hop in the Discord. More info there. Uh preseason football wise i'll tell you this i'm a big i love the preseason football mags for sure big phil Steele guy it's not on the shelves yet they've released it it should be soon been checking walmart daily that's not true but i will start soon but i did pick up a lindy's sure uh you have a guess at where lindy's has us ranked preseason in the american and then overall in the country i'll be the wet blanket i'll say fourth in the conference, you would be correct. Yeah, stupid. You want to take a gander at the the order ahead of us? Um, I would be Tulane number one. Okay. I will say SMU, UTSA, Memphis. No. Did I flip those two? No, you just didn't get it correct at all. Uh, UTSA one. And they have them 23rd overall nationally. Tulane in the membrane, second at 25th nationally. SMU third at 70th nationally. I got the teams. I just didn't get the right order. Right. No, okay. not the right order. I, I respect that. And then they've got us fourth at 83rd in the that's, nation, that's which a feels crazy, but real disrespectful. I, um, I've always thought UTSA was going to be something special just because Frank Harris is back for his 15th year. I just... Anytime you have a quarterback who is highly efficient, yeah. they've done it a thousand times. Like you just, it's a recipe. I mean, you got Jeff Trailer and your QB back. Yeah, they did lose Franklin, the receiver. I think that's a big loss for them because he saved uh, Harris a few times. But it just seems they've got a gauntlet of a schedule, though. I want to say, don't they play like it's? It's definitely starts off a little hot. Not gonna lie, I think they have Houston. And then uh, Oklahoma, or I think they play at Tennessee. Tennessee, that's what it is. It's Tennessee at Tennessee, Um, which is good. I think you you get an early test there. That may look good for the AC, kind of let us know where we're standing uh, nationally. They're probably going to get smoked. I mean, even they play Army too. I didn't realize that. That's not even a. That's not necessarily a cakewalk. No, it's not. But they should be able to win that one. I I think that UTSA is a wild card for a lot of people heading into the AAC just because they've lost a lot of their skill positions, but they still have their head coach. They still have their quarterback. Yeah. Hard for me to believe that they're just going to be uh, a nobody team out there. Yeah. I mean, I was, I I agree with you, but I do, it was was shocking. I would say not only to have them in the top 25, Mm -hmm. but also as number one. I mean, you definitely feel like everybody's penciling in Tulane. Yeah. Definitely to have them in the top 25. I think that's a little wild. I also don't think that UTSA and Tulane, I love that we keep calling them Tulane. Well, I'll tell you why I do that. I'm a big voice texter, and if I say Tulane, it does T W O space L A N E. 
Tulane. Maybe like we two should, lanes. It should be spelled like that. So if I say Tulane, it'll catch it. So now I'm training my body to say Tulane as opposed to it Tulane. All, it all makes sense now. And it, yeah, if no other reason to get in the Discord, you should get in because TJ voice texts and sometimes it comes out. What a cluster. It is very mad. It is up. pretty wild. I have to. And sometimes it's X-rated. It has, been, it has been inappropriate once before. And I had to uh, go back and edit it. Someone got a screenshot. So wild things coming out of TJ's mouth over there with his voice text. I mean, uh, but I do not feel like there are sixty teams difference between us, UTSA, no. and Tulane. No, 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 no that no. just felt straight disrespectful. Yeah, that it's definitely a little wild. Like I don't want to say that Memphis is going to be thirtieth. Right. I, I don't but think I, it's anything like that, but. 50? Right around 50. 50, I think, is the sweet spot. I think think that's where you're going to end up landing anyhow. Um, Athlon will probably come out soon. Phil Steele, to your point, will come out soon. I think we can get a better idea. Yeah. Maybe just try to make like a composite score. We'll go all through it in the season preview episode closer to August. But um, all AAC first team, you have a guess at how many players we had both defensively and offensively? One, two, two. Both on the defensive side of the football, though. So Jalen and Jeff, Jalen, Simeon Blair. Okay, I was curious if he was going to get any love. There were some ugly yeah. stats about him last year, so yeah. I thought that may kind of weigh against him. Uh, the other thing that stuck out, they did some kind of superlative sort of choices. Okay. Strongest arm in the conference, they gave to Seth. Okay, like okay. that, and then biggest deep ball threat. Is that to uh, Sticks? Well, he's not Sticks anymore, though. Our he changed boy, his number six. Joseph Skates. Yeah, Skates is six now. That makes sense. I mean, that's kind of all he does. You the got the part. strongest arm and the, uh, the deepest ball, deepest threat. Why aren't we just throwing that hoe down the field the whole time? Seems like a straight. Just throw point. it up, Joe. Go get it. Ed's worked before, and that's what I mean. That's what Riley did with uh, Anthony. Oh, okay. Riley was just slinging that thing, but just floating it up there here. And I, this is no disrespect to Joseph, but Anthony's catch ability was head and shoulders above what we've seen some, from Joe so far. I still think he needs rec specs. I think he needs some glasses. I think we need just straight up rock the rec specs and get some stick them. Yeah. Straight little giants this whole year. We've, we've seen a couple bounce off and his hands. Then just sling that thing, Seth, and Joe go get it. I think Demir Blacumsey might actually be that guy, man. I think he's more yak though. I, I think like he can catch. Obviously, he can burn people. He does appear to be. Fast, yeah, he's. I think he's. I, I kind of agree with TJ. I mean, no, I don't. To Kenny's point, obviously he could yeah. be a deep threat, but I do think he's more of get the ball in his hands as quickly as possible and just let him go. Yeah. I mean, Shifty, I breaking tat like. Take off. If you want to use the spring game as an example, like, yes, he caught that deep pass down the sideline. Right. But, like, my dude had some burners going. Granted, he kind of slowed down at the end, so it looked like he was going to have to get hocked down, but he he obviously wasn't. Yeah. So I'm uh, – I Was I that Jalen Johnson? That almost no, that was uh, Feaster. Feast. Oh, it was Feaster. Yeah, it was Feaster. He do look fast. Feaster so. did look fast. Uh, no, but I can see that too, Kenny. I could see uh, – Blaine Kumsky being a deep ball threat as well. But I still think he's like a quick slant. Yeah, I want I want screen. Just get it in his hands and let him go to work. I know for a fact we're gonna see the stupid ass bubble screen to him all year long. Hey, 
All it just make the block and it works. Just hit the blocks. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I mean, you don't got to worry about it worked with Priest Corn out there making the block anymore. He admi- he self admittedly said he didn't he couldn't block. So put Jamari out there. Put anybody out there. I freaking love watching that dude. Just put a helmet on a helmet. Let's go. Yeah, get him the ball. I think that uh, get, get Blink come see the ball. It seems like it's a good recipe right there. Yeah. Uh. So we'll we'll look more into that preseason accolades and stuff as we get closer to football. Um, final thing on the docket, Teach. Not been a whole. We were hoping for some Pac-12 news to come out last week around the TV deal. Still sure. nothing but rumors. Still floating. I mean, we've seen between nineteen twenty three million per team, whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, we are up. The end of this week, San Diego State is either in a conference and accepted an invitation or they are no longer in the Mountain West and they're having to pay $34 million to exit. Yeah. So unless something happens by Friday, what do you, how do you feel if you're San Diego State? I think you could go about this a couple of ways. You can have a tight booty hole because you're kind of up against it on the clock frame, but also like, you know you're going somewhere. Like you don't you don't formulate that email to say like, hey, can we get an extension? Unless yeah. you have a general idea that you're going to get extended. You know, and I, I've touched on it before. I think that's who the Big Twelve should go after, especially if they're talking about making a coast to coast yeah conference. Like you already have uh, Orlando, Cincinnati, and um, Huntington, West Virginia. They're all in the East Coast time zone. Obviously, like 98%, 99% of the Big 12 is in the Central. And then you're trying to go after Arizona, Colorado, um, and BYU. Those are all like Mountain Standard or what? Is it Mountain Standard? Mountain and Pacific, I guess. Are the yeah, it's Mountain something. It's Mountain Standard or Mountain Daily. I don't know, whatever. They have We're like in multi-light day. savings time. Yeah, they have like three different time zones over there for like. Um, well, Arizona doesn't even. They don't even do daylight savings. They don't do daylight savings, but they're in. Mountain daylight time. Yeah. Whatever. What are we talking about? Time zones here. I think that plays a part in it because I think that if you are waking up, it's 11 here. You've got football on the East Coast. You've got, gosh, how weird. 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock games. For Pac 12 after dark to die. It's not going to die. It's just going to be boring as hell. It's going to become Big 12 after dark. Slightly. I think that's their idea. Or Big 16 after dark. Right. I think that's the, the general idea. So, if San Diego State opts out, I think that's good for Memphis in some manner because I think that that's going to um, basically elicit movement, right? I think that Colorado yeah. is just waiting. Like I, I think, that like we said last week, any movement is good. Sure, sure, right? Like you got to have movement for anything to happen for Memphis. Yeah, so as long as things are sitting stagnant, nothing's happening, and no good comes from that. I think we need to know the Pac-12 numbers before anything happens. When the num the moment those numbers go live, I mean, what's taking so long? You know the teams they got because they want to go. They're doing this futuristic ass deal. They keep talking about how it's like um, the foresight on it is great, and I think that's exactly what it is. I think they're going to go streaming because ESPN is talking about becoming. I hate, a streaming is there anything only. worse in the world than streaming sports? No, because I'm thirty seconds behind everything, and I Twitter's already ruining stand it for it. me for live betting. Our group chats, I can't stand streaming sports. 
I think that we it, used to have YouTube TV. Then we tried Hulu Live. I, I got rid of. I went back to cable. One because it was just as expensive, and two, I was finding out stuff happening thirty seconds before it happened. Yeah, I hate that, man. You can't live bet when things like that are going on. It's the worst. I, I think that ideally we just need the Pac-12 numbers to come out. I think Colorado will see the number. I'm like, let's go to the Big 12. I mean, it's a business decision, right? It's pretty yeah. straightforward. I will say we've talked about it a little bit, but the pro radicals. So Baylor AD Mac Rhodes was on with the 365, 365 sports guys. Second guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, they had him on last week interviewing. They asked him specifically about that clause, specifically about adding G5. Now, I don't know how well – I mean, you would assume as the AD of a Big 12 school he would have a full understanding. According to what he said, the pro rata clause, obviously if it's another Power 5 added, they just add the pool grows, right? No discussion about it. My understanding from his interview was that even if a G5 is added – the ability to renegotiate is there. Sure. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean that you add Memphis or San Diego state, you, whoever it is that they're added, the pool stays the same size and they either have to take less or every team gets a smaller portion. Sure. It's just that with a, a power five team being added, no renegotiating needs to happen, which gives me more optimism around it. Because if you're right, you add Memphis and, UConn from a basketball yeah. perspective in Colorado and Arizona, then you can go back to the TV organization and say, hey, here's the numbers from these areas. Like, let's talk about, you know, what they're bringing and, and the value of those two teams as opposed to just, hey, we're adding Memphis-UConn. The, the size of the pie is the same size. Everybody gets either less or those two teams are going to take less until the new deal's over. Yeah, I do. I am curious what the less part would be, right? Like if um, you get the Colorado, right, Um I don't really know who else the Big 12 is going after. I've always said that San Diego State was going to be the team. I think that's just because they're the highly most sought-after G5 out there. I think we could argue that. But I could argue that. They're your most highly sought-after G5? What are you looking for in a, in a school? To I have? don't know. Is that in your Nielsen rankings? Or yes. What? I mean, San Diego is one of the top markets. They, are they, they're they not a pro team yeah. anymore. I mean, the Padres are doing great, but like there's the Chargers aren't there. You have a big market. Um, they've already invested. If you where do they rank? That. Where do they rank uh, compared to uh, Charlotte in the market? Yeah, probably top your... ten market. I think. Okay, San Diego's just, huge, man. Know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's like a, a that feels like a big bachelor town, though. I don't know how much Pac twelve. No, man, it, it's like a, it branches right off L A. It's not too far from L A. You've got Tijuana, Mexico, right down below it. So if anyone in Mexico cares about football, what? You're counting Mexico in these numbers? I'm just saying it's right below it. Like, I, if anyone in Mexico cares about football, the closest school they're going to have is San Diego State. Hmm. I was just throwing that part out there. But um, they have a new stadium. They just built Snapdragon not that long ago. Like, they are in – look at their academics. Their academics are great. Like, there's no reason to not consider Are them. they an R1 institution? They are an R1, R- yeah. Interesting. Is yeah, they, they check every box. That's the thing. Is UConn R one? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I believe so. So that's the thing. It's like I don't really know. We we talk about what's important for this realignment. Is it academics? Is it uh, investment in? I the, nothing worse than someone saying you have to have an on campus stadium. That's the stupidest argument in the world. Like Miami 
the Hurricanes. They play like 30 like, minutes yeah. away from their campus. Like, wh- Well, they also don't really have anybody that goes to games. I know, but it's just like you can't tell me that that's the only thing that matters. We can sell beer. I'll say this. Yeah, who and else I sells beer at their stadium? I, that that matters, at least to us, right? It does to us. I don't know where. I can't remember where I saw this. I think it was on Twitter. Um, somebody this week was talking about if it everything just was blown up and started over now. Like some of these Power Five schools have just been grab, grandfathered in because sure. they've been a Power Five forever. Sure. Like Memphis, if it, everything was blown up and it was totally started over, Memphis gets in over a lot of like. Oregon State. Why not? What do you mean by that? Like they get in over these other schools. Like they're not bringing anything to the table. I don't know that to be true. I mean, what do you mean? Like obviously, we're not going to be playing in the pack at that point, though. That doesn't even make any sense. I'm just saying. Like these things are all geographical. That was just one team off the top of my head. Okay, name someone. Bandy in the SEC. It's all literally the only thing they add is baseball and grades. They're not even good at baseball anymore. They're still pretty good at baseball. No, they're not. They didn't even make the College World Series and or host a regional, and like half of the SEC hosted a regional. Whatever. They're great. Vandy's one I could take you. I got. I'll give you that. Rutgers. Rutgers is huge. You're just market. gonna say it's huge New Jersey. Market. I don't care. It's a huge market. What do you want? That they took when they joined, they took less money because they knew the only thing they were adding was a big market. Fight me right now. Fight me. Come back. Give me something. That's the only reason they're in there, it. and they know that. It's the same thing with Maryland. Yeah, they know. They're not shit. We suck, but we got DMV right there. Take us because we come with DMV. You want this how many sick ass in, area? Great. How many people are watching Rutgers sports? It's the closest school to New York City. Find a bigger college. I don't care about the size of the college. I'm just saying how many people are watching. It's Everyone in New York. That's again, the like, argument. But they're not. But they are. But they're not. But they are. They're not. They are. They're watching. I just looked at Nielsen last week. Everybody's watching America's Got Talent, not Rutgers baseball. Well, they don't play baseball up there, dude. They don't play baseball. Whatever. You know what I mean. There are several Power 5 schools that are just still in there that aren't carrying their weight. But the ones that do, like the Marylands, like the Rutgers, they know that they suck. The only thing they offer is their market. That is literally all they have. Maryland has Under Armour. Right? They have DMV. Rutgers has New York City. Under Armour phases over. It's just it, it. That's all it is. They just bring a market. That's all they got. Memphis. We can't rely on our market. We know that we can't rely on our market. You're a top sixty market. I think it's like fifty three or something like that. Yeah, overall, but you're consistently in the top ten of all sporting event viewing. I think. I mean, that, NBA Finals. Memphis was number nine of all markets for that watching the NBA. It may run you the opposite direction. Why? Because it could be considered a pro town, and not enough people are watching college no, football. But we're top ten in college football. We're top ten in college basketball. I, I, I take all that to the table. I, I will invite me. Whoever's in this meeting, let me know. Take all that to the table. How much do grades matter? I don't know. I don't either. We keep talking about R one status, and I don't know what the hell that. Like, I know what it means, but like, what does it mean in the grand scheme of things? Why does but it matter that we're we can't get in because our academics two hundred and fifty six in the nation per U.S. news? Like, what does that mean? I don't care. What does that mean? I don't know. All right, you said before we started this that something has to happen by this, the end of this week. 
Yeah, I think it does. I mean, you get the buyout. I think San Diego State can start it all. The whole thing, because they for them to join, they are going to need to know the numbers. You don't think there's any possibility that they? First of all, their letter was not. They were not trying to actually withdraw. Mm-hmm. They were saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, can we get an extension because we're expecting that we're going to get some sort of infant." You don't think there's any possibility that they did this with literally no place to land? No, I think that that's the thing. I think they have two places they can land, and they know it. Like, I think that they're exclusively talking to PAC. I know, and I'm saying you don't think there is any possibility at all that they did this, and they have no place. Like, no. They don't get taken up. I think they get taken regardless, no matter what. They're going to go, land somewhere. So, for, in order for – you're saying something has to happen. That's from a San Diego State perspective. Well, I think it – If is, it doesn't happen by the end of the It's going to be the domino. Because they're not going, they're not going to say, "Hey, we're leaving the Mountain Twelve, or we're leaving the the Mountain West." What the hell's the Mountain Twelve? <sighs> this Dark Ninja rises, bro. They're not going to say, "We're leaving the Mountain West, and we're just going to hang out and wait on someone to come knock." They have to know the numbers. It, it just they, but they didn't say we're leaving. They said, "Hey, can we get an extension?" And they said no. The Mountain West said no. And we're taking this as your official. That's all I'm saying. Yes, and they're they're going to have to leave. Right. And then, it, obviously, if they have nowhere to land, the Mountain West will take them back because they have nothing else to offer. We've just talked about how big that that market is. Like Pretty it's going to crush. Them. They keep breaking up and getting back together. I know. This is like the third time. I feel like no, it is the third time because I went to the Big East and they said, "Oh well, just kidding. We're yeah. we're coming back." Well, this will be the second. What's the other time? Well, I mean, they left and came back. That's one. Okay, so I thought they left again, though. Maybe they did. I just whatever. I don't, I don't care that. about San Diego State. My whole point is, I think I think for TJ and I, sanity, we need something to happen by the end of the week. Yeah, I think you need a domino to fall, and I I think San Diego State will be the first domino to fall. Here's to hoping that July is a big month, a big movement month. Let me ask you this: Christmas in July, the only gift that I want is an invitation to a Power Five. I'll let it slide this Ask time. Ask your question. You are the Big 12. You're adding two teams right now. Who are you adding? Just two. I, I mean, what are my – I can literally add anyone? Any feasible option. Well, if I'm the Big 12, I'm adding four. Oh, okay. Let me hear your four. And if I'm your mark, then it's probably Colorado, Arizona, Memphis, and UConn. Okay. Scratch your basketball itch without sacrificing football. Scratch your basketball itch. We're getting that. I'm making that a shirt. It should be. We scratch his basketball itch. Pick Memphis. We scratch your basketball itch. It's going to be Bluff City branded. Make that happen. Okay, you're the Big 12. You're only adding Colorado and Arizona, right? (sighs) I think you – I think Arizona is going to handcuff the Arizona State, but – I think they're going to need Arizona to go before Arizona State will even consider it. I think you it could be a total situation where you have Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State. And you think there's a possibility that Colorado is the only team from the Pac-12 yeah, that absolutely. leaves? absolutely. And I don't know that from a Pac-12 standpoint, TV deal, that that would really do any like any harm to numbers-wise to them. I mean, Denver market's pretty big, but in that case, would you 
Big 12-wise, would you go Colorado, Memphis, UConn, San Diego State? I'd only add – I would – Only I would, add two still. I would still only add two. I, there's no reason to rush the expansion. I, and I, I say this from a Big 12 perspective. Is there – there's not? I say this from a Big 12 perspective because if you expand to 16 right now, there's a good chance you could miss out on a Georgia Tech, a Virginia, a Virginia, a Virginia Tech. Someone who pairs closely with West Virginia or someone over there, and you've we already are, filled in all of your spots. We bridge you to West Virginia. I understand, but they can get a bigger school if they just wait. There's nothing that says they have to go to 16 right now. You just wait on the ACC to implode? Is the ACC going to implode? I, dude, I don't know. We, we've seen the SEC could just say, hey, Clemson, Florida State, what are you doing? Come on over. Gosh. What would happen? The ACC would implode. Yeah. It would have to. Then the Big Ten would obviously start picking apart schools, and someone's got to find a place to land. The Big 12 has no reason to go to 16 for sure right now. Let's just blow it all up and start over everything. Should like a draft? Yeah. Where would Memphis get drafted? What pick? How many teams are there? Like 130 in D1? You're saying all D1 football? Yeah. Fifty eighth. That's actually probably not that far off. I would probably say more wet blanket style, like seventy two. Because I think you're gonna they're gonna go back and just pick stupid Oregon State and Corvallis for no reason. Yeah, just because they geographically make more sense, right? Somewhere in the middle of the pack. Yeah. my whole The whole thing is just I don't think Memphis is it's a sexy. It's a great value pick. You get a lot of value out of that pick, though. That is that is true. I just don't think they're as sexy as a option as a lot of Memphis fans think so. Hey, your mark was here. He saw how sexy this city is. Here. Here in studio. In the city. He didn't say he wasn't in the city. He just wasn't at the campus. He just wasn't on campus. Yeah, we got breaking news. <laughs> Your mark was in the BCM studio and saw how sexy the studio was. That is, I believe it. Confirmed. I believe it. Are we sure it wasn't his twin brother? <coughs> what did we say his name was? Michael? I'm going to call him Brent. Gosh, that would be the most... Memphis thing ever. Uh, all right, Teach. We'll see. Keep our eyes out. If if anything happens, Big Twelve wise, we will. TJ and I will Any have a movement, live please. reaction on some. We'll some, do a Twitter space or something. I yeah. don't know. We'll make it happen. Instagram live something. If it ever happens, and so you guys stay tuned. If it ever happens. All right, let's get into this. The Doc Ninja rises. We've already talked about it. this can is sick, by the way. I don't know that I would have used sick. No, it's sick. It it's a little Dilby to me, to be honest. Yeah, you it, gotta you it gotta it be feels, Dilby with it, it. It feels a little childish. You well, yeah, it's a little childish. You got job. I mean, the, the Dark side of Knight the can. is the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises are such good films, such great cinematic adventures, and this is these are like child's play cans. I don't like it. 
So you probably can't make it out. But they have like the MEM logo essentially at the top. Uh, I love that. I think that logo is super dope. Um, the Ninja Stars are a little much. Don't like them. Jaw looks like Storm from the X-Men. Don't it's like it. weird. Uh, I do like the Dark Ninja Rises font. Another Ninja Star. I think it's kind of cheesy. Uh, I do like the sick Bane on the side, though. The bear. I think the bear looks cool. I guess. Uh, color scheme is super swag for me. I'm going to take it. I hyped it up a lot. I'm going to say it's like a 7-7 can. Yeah, that's higher than me. I'm going to go 6-1. Uh, wow. It just feels... You merely adopted the dog. I know. That's the only thing I that's good. I was born in it. Having that quote on there is molded bumped it up it. some for me. It just feels childish. I don't know. It feels like a children's beer. It says, you hear me on it, too. Saw that. Uh, I'll be straight up. That first sip was not good. It's super hoppy at first. I agree. And it may have been a layer of film, moldy film on the top that I took down on that first sip. Why? But it got progressively better the lower down the can we got. Yeah, I was looking for a date. I don't see one. That's probably a good thing. Or that just means it's so old that it's rubbed off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's probably a good thing I don't see the date. Um, I don't think we want to know that. That's good. I would drink this again. This was canned by Soul and Spirits. How nice of them. Uh, yeah, definitely good. I would say, to your point, it is kind of like a, a punch in the mouth. When you first drink it, you're like, oh. But again, that could be the age. That could be the age. But beer does not get better with age. The second sip, third sip, fourth sip, fifth sip, it's pretty good. Pretty yeah. good, man. I mean, it's it's right there, middle of the pack. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna beat you to it. I'm gonna say it's a six eight out of ten. I was literally gonna say six nine. Nice. Six nine out of ten. Six eight. Six eight five for the collaborative score there. The ninja. Ninja. Just work on the can. That's right, all that I would suggest. I mean, the can's fine. It's a little it's constructive. Just, a lot of the ninja stars are a little much. Yeah. Just too you flashy. put jaw on it. Like, why can't you just have jaw on it? Why does he have to be this this super Marvel character here? Yeah, I don't know. Is that supposed to be like a Batman? It's not even. No, man. It looks like Storm. I know. That's what I'm saying. But Dark Knight Rises, Batman. Anyway, all right. If you uh, yeah, get over to bluffcmedia.co, sign up. We talked about earlier, TJ mm-hmm. and Trey, 10% off your sub fees. Um Join the Discord. We got Hitman Hoops in there dropping bombs like every day who we're reaching out to, who we're talking to. We got recruiting news on the football side. Uh, Blake putting out articles, all kinds of stuff. Grizzly Bear Blues, Anthony Sane on the bluff, guys. Uh, Head over, get signed up. Like, subscribe, YouTube. We'll see you next week. TikTok, we're on the talk. I didn't know that. Big TikTok. We'll see you next week. Come with the cold beers, Jay Villa takes. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode of Tigers Untapped, leave a rating and a review wherever you download your podcasts. Like and subscribe at Bluff City Media's YouTube page. Head over to www.bluffcitymedia.co for comprehensive coverage of Memphis sports.